you know, I, I think my rise has threatened a lot of other people. That's no secret. Let the campaign begin. You decide 2024, and the stage is set in Milwaukee for the first GOP presidential debate. Fox's Jared Halpern continues our live team coverage from Milwaukee and obviously positioning matters on the debate stage, but also that moment that will live on after tonight, Jared, and might who, who might have the most to gain and lose from tonight's event. Well, I think who has the most to gain or and, and lose are probably the same people, right? It's those that are sort of on the uh, outer edges there of the debate stage um, who are trying to, to your point, not just have that moment, uh, but I think really try and, and separate themselves from the field. This is a Republican primary that is very quickly, I think, turning into a Donald Trump versus whoever, right? And right now, everybody's kind of competing for that spot, if not Trump then who? Um, certainly you've seen that case be made by people like Chris Christie and, and Vice President Mike Pence. But, you know, what about Doug Burgum, the, the governor of North Dakota? Um, not a big national profile, but a popular uh, governor in his state. Big stage for him today to try and make his case to uh, Republican voters. Same with former governor uh, of Arkansas, Asa Hutchinson. Not a huge national profile, uh, but somebody who has that sort of governing record, has that kind of resume that often has um, translated into a run for the presidency. How's he able to handle a big night like tonight? You know, I know that the strategy for Tim Scott, the senator from South Carolina, is, is much of the same. He wants to spend this evening really um, telling his story, sharing his reason for running for president, sharing his vision, says he's not going to focus on taking, quote, jabs at other candidates. I think you'll probably see a similar strategy from Nikki Haley, the uh, a former governor of um, uh, of uh, South Carolina and UN ambassador under the Trump administration, and also this is an opportunity, Rich, for these candidates to kind of define themselves within the Republican Party. Keep in mind, this is a primary that still has some pretty big differences on serious policy issues, foreign policy, a big source of disagreement amongst different factions of the Republican Party when you think about U.S. involvement in funding the Ukraine war. Uh, what is the federal role um, in abortion? What's the federal role in, uh, um, in public education? What should our policy be on China, on Taiwan? Some big issues here, right, that are not all in lockstep uh, with all of these Republican candidates. And so I think those issues are certainly going to get fleshed out and do a little bit more detail and nuance this evening. Obviously, there's going to be an audience tonight on Fox News Channel. We'll have live radio coverage on WOKV. But beyond that, Jared, who is the audience this far out from the election? And if someone has an awful moment, uh, like the uh, Rick Perry forgetting the one of the four different cabinet or uh, <laughs> parts of the government that he would abolish, is it a make-or-break moment? for anyone? Well, I'm not sure it's make or break. I, I don't know if you're going to see anybody have a bad night and say, well, I'm going to hang it up, right? But who are they trying to convince? They're trying to, to convince, again, an awful lot of undecided Republicans, an awful lot of Republicans who may be leaning in one direction, but certainly between now and February, now and March, when, when the primaries and caucuses take place, could change their minds. I also think that it's important, especially for those maybe second-tier candidates, to show that they have a viability, right? It is expensive to keep a presidential campaign operating over the next uh, four, five, six, seven months. And so, um, you know, if you have a bad night, if you don't see a bump in, in your polling, you don't see a bump in your visibility after a night like tonight, 
a lot of that fundraising money is going to dry up, and that makes it really hard to move forward and show any viability. And so those tough decisions about whether or not to keep pressing forward with a campaign sometimes are not made entirely by the candidate, right? Those decisions can really be forced on a candidate once the fundraising dries up. And a debate's a good opportunity to kind of make that case to donors, make that case to the base that, you know, they should continue supporting you, uh, give you another shot here to, to keep making that case and pressing forward. Get a midday nap in. You're going to be anchoring our coverage tonight okay. on 104.5 WOKV and across the Fox uh, News Radio uh, network of affiliates uh, throughout the country tonight. Be, our coverage will begin at 9.